Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Speed Street. Um, it is I, Connor Daly, here right now. Uh, my podcast co-host, Joey Molinaro, is... Uh, is away. He is, I believe, doing uh, horse racing activities. I think all kinds of things. He he has a horse because he's a very successful man, uh, and he has a horse. So you got to do things with your horse, uh, and uh, and that's awesome. So Joey has so much going on, and actually, that's really, really cool. So um, I do have Ben here, my my co-host as, as well, slash producer, uh, slash person that actually gives you the episodes. Uh, because I don't know technology. So, Ben, thank you for being here. Uh, ben, there was a lot that went on this weekend in motorsport, but also not a lot. Uh, we had just the Bristol Dirt Racing uh, that was going on that I think many, many folks had many, many opinions on. Um, we've got Long Beach coming up. This is kind of like our Long Beach preview episode. Uh, it'll be, you know, slightly shorter. We don't have a guest this week because we're just trying to uh, knock it out. I'm in California already. Uh, getting getting ready to go here. Um, so we've got a few things to talk about for sure. I had a couple tweets from some people asking a few different questions um, about certain things that were going on. Um, and, and so, yeah, we'll get into a few different topics. Um, but I think Bristol Dirt, to, to get right into it, because obviously I'm a NASCAR Cup Series driver now, um, sort of. So I I uh, I think we can, we can at least uh, judge from a, uh, somewhat knowledgeable perspective there. Um, 
But Ben, what did you think of it as a NASCAR guy? Uh, you know, what did you think of the weekend? Because obviously, you know, you had trucks there as well. Uh, I did not get to see much of the truck race uh, other than Joey Logano, I think, just blew everyone away. Like, it didn't even look like a race at the end. So, uh, you know, experience usually wins, right? Experience in that series seems to be quite effective, especially when Kyle Busch is in there. Uh, and interesting to see Joey Logano in a purple suit, I believe. Purple and blue suit. So good for Joey uh, in non-Penske colors uh, getting a whip. What did you think of the of the whole dirt product over the weekend? Yeah, it, I mean, it started off really tough with all the rain they got. I mean, they didn't get any practice or qualifying, so they had random draws for the heats, um, which I think they actually might have done anyway. So I think a lot of guys didn't know what to expect, and I think that's really why we saw the dirt guys excel this year. I think in the years past, you know, two years in a run out, two dirt guys won the cup or didn't win the cup race at least. So uh, I think that was, it was, it, honestly, I, I personally think of the of the Bristol dirt races, I think it was definitely the best of the last three years. Um, it seemed like they were able to move around a little more. Uh, the truck series wasn't as much. It seemed like the bottom uh, was probably the best in the long run. But the top side in both series seemed to have the advantage on restarts, which was really interesting because you'd see guys that were moving from like fourth on back jump up to the front row with the shoes drone. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, uh, the, yeah. the the little, little drone with the camera. Um Huge drone. What about a, that. I mean, yeah. What a what a level of technology that we're there, at. Now. That you know, yeah. it's one of those things where so many other things would work, but they went with the drone. So um, that was very interesting. Apparently, that was hard to see. I mean, um, but yeah, you know, I I I'm personally not a fan of um, the Bristol dirt. I'd rather them go to an actual dirt track. Honestly, I don't think the Cup Series needs to be on dirt. As a guy that's run dirt track racing what would you think would you ever do the event and do you think the cup series needs to be on dirt well i i i think um i tend to go to kyle larson's comments as kyle larson is probably the most experienced and successful dirt racer that certainly i've ever seen and i mean i i completely understand what he is saying because th those cars i mean they were not built to go dirt racing like i'm sorry but they were not built for it um, you're going sprint car racing, you're going midget racing, you're going world of outlaws racing. I mean, those, those are all built for dirt racing. And, you know, obviously there's some sprint cars that race on pavement as well, but like there's, there's cars that are meant for dirt and cars that aren't. I enjoyed watching some of the cup race. Like I thought the restarts and when they weren't spinning and crashing, um, and and watching Christopher Bell and watching Tyler Reddick and actually when Christopher Bell and Chase Briscoe, two really good dirt guys, were running, you know, nose to tail, really trying to push each other on the on the cushion on the top side of the track, like that I thought was really cool. So I think there was some great parts to it, but there was also, you know, a bit of all right, people are crashing a little bit too easily. There's some people that are just running into each other pretty aggressively because again. I think with those cars, they're so wide. Like then they're they're so massive that um, you can fit a lot more midget and, and and sprint cars and and World of Outlaw cars in in smaller spaces. So it's it's a bit probably better to race those. So um, I did enjoy seeing JJ Yaley start third or whatever in the field. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, obviously, that did not last long, but like kind of a, a bit of a, a mix up there in the, in the grid. Um, 
But yeah, some tough days for some people, but also, you know, to see Christopher Bell win, I think that was, you know, he's a dirt guy. He's really good. Um, I, I wanted to see him and Chase Briscoe on the last lap get get to battle it out. I wanted to see Tyler Reddick see if he was going to throw a slide job on on Christopher on the very last lap. Uh, but then obviously they had a crash on the last lap, which that is so sad. Like poor Ross Chastain got, uh, I don't know what was going on there, but ended up parked on the track and, and they just, and I could tell Tyler Reddick was trying to, Tyler Reddick, obviously you're going to, He's going to do something. He's going to fire something in there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, really cool to see Christopher Bell get that win. I like Christopher Bell a lot. Uh, good guy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, interesting weekend to see the people's responses, I would say. I, I, obviously, we have literally the ability right now with the Twitter sphere to go straight to what people are saying. And, and there are a lot of people with many opinions, as we know. And, uh, and, and I, I myself can understand a little bit of both sides. I'm not one way or the other. I, I think I agree with Kyle Larson because he's very experienced. I would say that Bristol pavement is, I actually enjoy watching the Bristol pavement race quite a lot. Um, I think the dirt thing was a cool experiment. If it was very great, then like keep it going. But I mean, maybe, Hey, you know what? We tried it. We, we got a good run out of it and, and still millions of people watch NASCAR. We see TV ratings again today. There are still, you know, three and a half million people watching the race, but all of their races have been down, uh, um, you know, ratings wise. So that's really a whole other story. Like to see NASCAR, every single race kind of down a lot. I don't really know why that is. I see a few different metrics on not as many people are watching television, um, but then you see things like the, you know, the women's national championship, you know, more people watch that ever than they ever have. And, and certain things like people are watching TV. I think people are just so distracted, uh, with other crazy things. So you really have to capture people's attention. You have to be the viral thing that people want to watch. Um, so who knows how that'll play out for both IndyCar and NASCAR, um, and even formula one, I guess, because formula one is viral with their drive to survive series and they have gone up quite a lot but i mean in the in america they're still you know very 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 low on the ratings totem pole so um you know so i'm very curious to see what they do with the dirt race again not not my favorite thing but um i would say there were some moments where i was like hey this looks fun (laughs) this looks like fun as long as you could see and you know maybe compete so that was really it from the racing side, I guess, from the weekend. I, I, I don't know, you know, if there was, obviously you had Ryan Priest as well. Kyle Larson, Ryan Priest, people getting into it there. Ryan Priest really seems to be, um, I don't know Ryan Priest, but I, I respect uh, the fact that he got a chance. I love that Tony Stewart employed him because I think he has done very well in the equipment that he has had. Um, and now he's got a chance with with really good stuff. And you know, to be wrecked in random, you know, areas, to be wrecked by other guys who have probably been there, who he's probably seen, and he's like, man, I've I got to be able to compete against these guys. I understand how how difficult, you know, that that could be. Um, and he's really throwing some wild comments out there, and he's not taking any crap from anybody, as they say. I mean, he's not, he's not taking it. Um, and I, I kind of respect that. He's exactly right, because I saw one of his comments after the race that he says, if you give these guys a bump, like if you give someone a bumper, they will take it every time and they will run you over. And that's the same in IndyCar. Like if you let someone, you know, push you off the track, like they will do it again and again and again. But if you, and I mean, it, it might even cost you a race. Like if you, if you get wrecked by, 
someone or you if you stand your ground and you wreck both yourself and the other guy then it's like hey all right probably not going to happen again you know what i mean right it's i, I kind of respect those i kind of respect those comments did you see those as well did you do you i feel did yeah about ryan and Priest? one thing about ryan priest too, he was doing a lot better than i thought he was he's had a pretty crappy season so far but he was running top 10 pretty much the whole race so i was actually really impressed with that just him coming from an asphalt modified but yeah, he's got a lot to prove. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, I, I'd put it kind of a similar situation to Ross where he started off his career kind of in some not great cars and then took a chance with Joe Gibbs' uh, Xfinity car, got some wins there, went up to Cup, you know, I think he's at JTG, didn't do that great, kind of went back and forth and then kind of settled in with Haas and Tony seems to love him. So, yeah, it was it was interesting too. I don't know if you, if you saw Tony, I think took Larson's side too in the booth. I think um I know Larson retaliated and kind of put himself in the wall, but Tony seemed to kind of go on Larson's side with the whole thing. So I found that really interesting. Yeah, exactly. Well I, I just love Tony Stewart in the booth, honestly. I do Tony too. Stewart He's awesome. Is never not gonna be honest. And you gotta respect that out of Tony. Yeah. I mean I, I think he is a uh no BS guy. Um and and I love that about him. Um I, I, I want to move into Long Beach now because Long Beach is coming up and it's my 100th IndyCar race. So um, very, very excited about that. Uh, got a lot of cool stuff going on this week. Um, if you don't follow us, um, follow me specifically on the social uh, websites of the world, which you probably do if you're listening to this podcast. Um, but, uh, but we're going to have a lot of really cool content coming out this week. Uh, thanks to Race Service, a great company uh, out here in LA. Um, very, very deep history in racing. Uh, the Agajanian family, who's been in racing for for many, many years, um, they uh, Race Service works with Formula One. They produce a lot of the uh, social clips, uh, some of the video uh, clips that F1 uses. All when they line up the drivers in that V formation with all the cars. Race Service did all that. They they shot that, um, and they they do all of Charles Leclerc's personal social media. Uh, so they do a lot of stuff at a very very high level. They've worked with NASCAR at the Clash, um, and and they're just they've been friends of mine for a very long time. Uh, really really cool people. And so we uh, we already started yesterday Monday. Um, you know we did uh, some we did a hike out here in LA. We we got a picked up a McLaren. Yes, I am driving a McLaren this week. Nice. Uh, I'm not driving for the race team, obviously, but uh, we will take a cool car when it is given to us. So, hey, thankfully, we, I, I see Pato has also already tweeted and and Instagram some very exciting and and cool angled photos from LA. So apparently, Pato and I are both going to be competing on social media platforms this weekend with cool photos in LA. Uh, he will win. Uh, he is much more famous than I am, but hey, we're here for Paddlemania as we told as we told everyone before. Um, I, I yeah, but it's it's gonna be fun. I did an LA Kings game last night. I had not to ride the Zamboni, won. looks like. I saw that look like that I, was fun. I got to ride a Zamboni. So I have an interesting idea. Really jealous. I don't know why we don't have a Zamboni racing championship. I mean that that seemed like a very fun vehicle to be a part of and the surface a little slick i, I mean I, I enjoyed uh communicating with my zamboni driver uh, i was just riding the zamboni they did not let me drive it sadly which i i really really um pushed for maybe just taking a lap just just give me a lap in the zamboni 
um, but got to ride it, and uh, that puts a really different perspective on professional hockey uh, games. Like, I, it, was, it was really cool to see. So hopefully we can get an NHL player on this show sometime, and we can tell them that I was on the uh, on the on the Zamboni. Um, but put that in as the uh, Speed Street Official Racing Championship of Zambonis. Uh, we're going to try to get that going at some point. Uh, if you want to sponsor that racing series, feel free to get in touch with us. Let uh, us know. DMs are open. But yeah, there will be a lot of cool stuff this week leading up to the race. Um, we've got uh, tonight having a Tuesday night, having a little bit of a of an event celebration at race service for my 100th start, gathering some of my uh, personal friends and, and, and family and folks out here um, you know, for a, for a bit of a celebration. So very, very excited about that. Uh, and then Wednesday, we've got um, the premiere of the 100 Days to Indy show. So the finally, the first episode, we're going to be able to see it. Like, hey, we I know on this show, we talk about it a lot. We've been we've been giving it its, uh, you know, fair credit. And we've been telling you guys that it's going to be worth watching. And I've even seen, you know, this week, which is very positive, uh, some of my girlfriend's friends have actually seen ads for this show they've seen it on streaming services seen ads for the show so like huge positive to hear that like i i am thrilled that like people in california who are not necessarily tied to racing at all have seen that there's a show happening so very very excited about that (laughs) i'm not gonna lie another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, so that'll be cool to go to a red carpet premiere at the Long Beach Convention Center uh, on Wednesday. So it's going to be cool. And then obviously getting into the weekend... It's uh, it's going to be exciting. I I did get one tweet that I thought was interesting that I wanted to get to, um, because it is a fair question. Uh, I got a tweet from somebody um, that said this weekend, both NASCAR and IndyCar are on the exact same time slot when it comes to the TV windows. Now that is tough, um, and he wanted some insight as to um, why this happened. Uh, he or she, I don't know who this person is on Twitter, but. <laughs> But I, I, I think the answer to that is it's not always going to be perfect. Like, sadly, you know, their network, Fox or FS1, you know, we're NBC. Sometimes we can only get what we get, right? And for us, a network window is much more important than, let's say, being on, I mean, USA Network at 8 p.m. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, whether it's primetime... Primetime USA Network is still never going to get us as much as competing with NASCAR on, um, you know, on NBC. So I do think this weekend will be a struggle for us ratings wise, because I do, I do, we, we obviously know as, you know, as well and well knowledgeable racing folk that there are going to be a lot of people watching a NASCAR race on, on, on Sunday. Um, and so It'll be tough to compete against that, but if you do like watching both, please flip back and forth. Use the little recall button on your television remote. Use whatever you got to go to go get back. Second laptop cooking. Exactly. Get something else. Get something else locked in on it. Um, but yeah, that is tough. So there's no real reason. I know it sucks, but there's no like 
you have to get the network slot when you can get it. And I think IndyCar does a great job in trying to avoid that. And NBC does do a good job in trying to avoid that. But sometimes it'll happen. Um, and I am also, I actually didn't know that until I saw that tweet. And I was very sad about it as well. Um, but you know what? We we have to deal with it. So um, it is what it is. But a few things about the, the track this weekend as well. We have heard that a certain part of the track has been repaved, which for Long Beach really never happens. Um, Long Beach from, I guess, turn six to turn eight has been repaved. So um, that's great. Honestly, Long Beach is such an old surface to give people a bit of a history on that track. It's one of our like really premier street racing events. You know, my dad raced Formula One there um, from 78 to 82. Uh, you know, I've, I have a great couple shots of my dad racing in Formula One in Long Beach. Um, and it's, you know, that, that, that street surface has really been there for, for so many years. I mean, it's old, it's bumpy, it's, it's, uh, it's slippery. Um, so to see a couple of corners repaved, it definitely changes, um, changes a lot for that track. Because again, when you see qualifying at Long Beach, it's hundreds of a second. You're trying to find tenths of a second are far too large. Um, so that that will uh, really make it interesting. I would say, feel free if you're watching the qualifying or the or the race broadcast, and you see a bit of a different surface in a different area, and some cars maybe doing better in those sections than others. Um, you know that's why, because obviously, if you've listened to this show before, you know our cars really do well on repaved tracks that are that are new and fresh and more grippy. Um, so for us, you know, we actually had a decent race there last year. Um, we were, uh, just on the verge of being in the top 10 and had a huge slide and lost one position to Felix at the end of the day. Um, uh, but, uh, but we were, I think 11th or 12th last year. Um, and, and that's that like that for us through a street course is, is a solid day. So I, th I think we're going to have, if we had the same race pace that we have in St. Pete, I actually am, am cautiously optimistic about our weekend. Um, and qualifying again we don't have as much raw qualifying pace i would say as some of the other teams but when it comes to putting our heads down in the race and, and being consistently fast and and at least fast enough to move forward i do think we have a chance at that so um i, I think it'll be fun and uh is is nascar racing anywhere this weekend ben i don't Martinsville. i don't know yeah martinsville yeah okay. i think it's a full i think truck xfinity cup at martinsville this weekend so yes you're right i did see actually entry list for that but someone who will not be on the entry list for the NASCAR Cup race is Cody Ware. Uh, yikes, guy is in jail. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that was a... Because we saw the announcement before the race weekend about him, uh, you know, focusing on personal reasons. And, um, boy, that's that's tough. That was a tough uh, charge to read. Because, again, I, I, Rick Ware has become a great friend of mine. He's a, such a great dude. And the and the team there, I think they've done a great job with. And Cody's always been nice to me as well. And, and obviously, Cody had a had a, had a few, you know, a small stint in IndyCar. Um, but, boy, that was a – that's not a good charge to read. That, that does not look good on anyone's radar. So, I I, – I, uh, I, that's crazy. I mean, it, it – well, now, though, I mean, think about that 15 – or that 51 – does Jensen Button decide that he wants to now become a NASCAR Cup Series driver more often? There was talks of him maybe like looking about looking at doing more races. Um, does Jensen Button get in the fifty-one? Uh, what opportunity does this give to maybe a young driver to get in there? Is it you know it's a Ford? Does Ford put Haley Deegan in there? Is it, is is there any 
you know, Ford development system that they want to get going, or do they go boom, big names as Jensen Buck? I don't know. I mean, who do you think gets in those cars? Uh, I saw, I think uh, Cole Custer and Riley Herbst have both done stuff for Rick Ware in the past, so I could see them splitting the car. But yeah, Jensen, I think what he's doing Chicago and Watkins Glen again this yes. year too. Yeah, he's already in the 15. Yeah, yeah, he's already in the 15 for those races. So, I mean, I could see him, They, you know, if want more experience, like they could maybe be doing a mixed bag every week. I think that'd be interesting. No, yeah, Cole and Riley for sure. I mean, that's like we saw Riley Herbst at the Daytona 500, or I did. I saw him a lot in that race. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Cole Custer also, you know, well-qualified driver. Um, so, yeah, that'll be really interesting to see who they go with. I, I, I am, I guess it's a tough, so that is a, that is a, that's a, that's a hard one to come back from. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know yeah. if you got yeah. I don't know if you get allowed to come back from that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope, you know, everybody involved is okay. And, you know, yeah. that the, the whole system and everything gets taken care of, whether he is, you know, innocent or guilty of what it is, obviously not a good situation, but hopefully yeah. the, um, the team can just stay forward and, uh, you know, still try to show up the track and do what they got to do every weekend. Yeah, exactly. So that. So that was kind of wild to see. Um, but yeah, Martinsville this weekend, we will not see any Ross Chastain wall riding moves. Uh, that has been banned, apparently. So yeah. uh, you will not see any crazy wall riding unless it does happen. And then you basically just put it in NASCAR's hand, whether you you know penalize it or not. That should yeah, be. Yeah, how do you even judge that? Is it like a time penalty? Yeah. Like, I don't it, know. I, I don't, especially if like you, someone does it to win, like what happens then? I, I right. have no Yeah, I would. Maybe it goes to a panel. Like we heard a lot about Denny Hamlin's panel. Like yeah, I, yeah. his whole podcast about that. Um, that was fascinating. With uh, how they did the choose drone, is there wasn't really a way for them to like, you know, they have that orange box in the middle that they, you know, if you go across, you get sent to the back. Like I saw in an article that they were like, there isn't really going to be a rule, but don't put like the power NASCAR's hands to have to make a decision. So that is, it's like, we're not really going to enforce it, but don't make us enforce it. So if that's kind of an interesting way of putting it. So I don't know yeah, if that's I mean, a wall right No. I, 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 I think great for ratings if, if it yeah. does happen. Yeah. Uh, especially if you get two guys doing it out there, like following each other into the wall. Uh, it would look a little slot car It would look a little tough, I think. Um, but I, I doubt we see that, honestly. I, I, I don't yeah. I don't. Yeah. That's, and honestly, at this point in the season, too, you know, it's not you're not fighting not for quite on the line. <laughs> um, so yeah, that'll 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 be interesting. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of really all that's going on in the motorsports scene right now. Um, please, please, please tune into Long Beach this weekend. Um, I, I think we appreciate those listening to this short episode as well uh joey will be back next week i believe uh and we will get a full long beach debrief probably have a, a good guest on as well uh if whoever agrees to do the show agrees to do the show so we'll see maybe we'll try to get a winner again uh, i hope you guys liked the uh, joseph newgarden episode as well um i thought that was quite enjoyable myself um but uh ben is there any anything else this week that we can get into before uh before we get into the random indy 500 driver of the week just really quickly just watch the masters at all oh the masters yeah yeah uh we're big golf show here uh big golf show now that we're adults um i did watch the masters uh hated to see tiger woods uh limping and eventually pull out that was tough uh all the people that i bet on uh did not win uh, I had a little, a uh, little sprinkle on, uh, on Victor Hovland, 
Um, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and Max Homa, because I listened mm-hmm. to part of my take on Barstool Sports podcast. He's an AWL. Uh, he is an AWL, yeah. Uh, podcast. Uh, Max Homa sucked. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I see why those guys uh, give him some crap. Uh, but again, I am not a good golfer. So Max is actually quite good. Uh, but uh, to be a funny person, that's what they would say about Max Homa. So uh, interesting to see, though. I mean, Brooks Kepka. I watched. I feel like I knew Brooks Kepka because I watched uh, the Full Swing show yep. on Netflix. Yeah, I, yeah, I love felt that. Like a drive to Survive, uh, big fan guy that was like, "Oh, I know that guy" because I watched a reality show about him or a television show about him. Um, yeah, he had was, a rough Sunday for sure. Yeah, that was pretty wild to see. To see him lose, I was like, "Oh boy." Um, but uh, John Rom, I mean, John Rom. He 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 deserved it. He he freaking played an incredible incredible weekend of golf. So uh, love seeing that story too. I I saw John Rom getting texts from NFL players like uh, I don't know what is it was Zach Ertz. If you didn't see that story, you should check it out. But John Rom when he was accepting his uh, trophy in his green jacket, uh, he said that Zach Ertz, who was a tight end, I believe in the NFL for the, for the Eagles. Um, he had sent him a text after the, like right before the first hole. Cause if you didn't see John Rom, like or put the first hole of the, of the whole week weekend and just awful, uh, and then played like the best golf of his life. And it was just a funny exchange of texts that you'll, you can find it on Twitter. Um, but they were like, Hey, that, uh, I, I think the, the text was that green's looking real easy to play him on, on the first hole or something like that. And then obviously four play, it was like an awful disaster. So I found that hilarious. I love to see that stuff on Twitter, it, different athletes interacting, um, and a couple text screenshots. So, uh, that was a great story. I thought, um, but yeah, I, 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 I love to pay attention to the guys from that full swing show. Um, because again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Netflix show, pay attention to those people type guy, uh, as are most of the formula one fans. Oh, speaking of Formula One fans as well, this I thought was absurd. Uh-oh. And if you guys listen to this podcast, please let me know your opinion on this because I do see everyone's messages. By the way, I may it might not say red on it, but like I read everything, so I see the ins- I and see you reply ins- to some. I see <laughs> I see Twitter DMs. I, I will I will reply to people and block people as well because I hate um I just hate things. Uh, I will not take any anything from anyone. Uh, because most, vibes only. most of the people that come after me for certain reasons, uh, have no idea who I am. They go to like one Google stat line and they're like, well, that's wrong. Cause most of my Wikipedia is wrong. Uh, my birthday on Wikipedia has been wrong for 20 years. So, uh, I think that that website doesn't have very accurate data. Um, and so don't come, don't come at me with stuff like that because, uh, I don't like it and I have the ability to eliminate you entirely. So anyway, this is a story that I think Charles Leclerc, Leclerc would like to eliminate people immediately from doing. Um, but Charles Leclerc, if you didn't see, he put on Instagram and I believe on Twitter as well. He said that his home address has got out to the public. Yes. And, um, people are showing up to his house and they're showing up to his house asking for autographs and pictures. And that's, you can't do that. Like, come on, people. Like, what are we, what is this? Like, I mean, this is an, that's, just, I, I always tell myself this, ask yourself, would that be cool for you? Like if you're just sitting at home trying to maybe do some studying for the next race or whatever it is, you're doing your own job. You're maybe, maybe cooking dinner for the family. And there's like 20 people that knock on your door asking you like to invade your own life and be like, Hey, 
sign all of our stuff or like, hey, take pictures with us. Like, that's just awful. Like, I, I, I think you have to have a mutual respect for these guys. I mean, I, I just, I think Formula One fans as well, after having been in Europe, it is very interesting. Um, like having seen this in person, um, it is a very superstar to me type fan base. Like, I think we see it very similar to like the way people scream for like Taylor Swift at Taylor Swift shows. Like the way people scream for these these certain superstars that are literally so famous because they have a lot of followers, they're very talented, they do music, they're actors, whatever it is. I don't know how that affects people in a wild way. Now, I've seen some famous people before at races, and my heart beats a little bit faster. I'm like, oh, wow, like, I've seen them on TV. Like, that's really cool. But, like, you also have to realize that these are all humans. Like, everyone is a human being. So I, I was sad to see that for Charles because, like, I, I definitely know, you know, some of the Formula One fans are are great people. Like obviously, there are a lot of great supportive fans, but you can't go to old buddy's house. Like, you can't do that. Charles is out there just trying to live his life. Now he's got to move. But I already know, like, talking to some of the race service guys, like, he is going to move. Like, he's definitely oh, another place man. built. Um, and so, like, that's – but that's just – that is just – man, I, I couldn't believe that. So, I, I mean, would you – I mean, surely there are some people that probably know some NASCAR drivers' addresses, but again, I think their Formula One is so massive in Europe and and in that region of the world. Like, obviously, Charles is in Monaco; he's a Monaco guy. All the F one guys live in Monaco, really, because they avoid taxes. Um, but uh, I mean, that's just crazy. Well, I mean, did you see that? Did you go, like, what do you? I think? did. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Um, and, and yeah, you know, from you know Charles' perspective, it's like he's getting mobbed every weekend that they're every racing week. it's like it's so during the week you know it's his time to obviously do what he's got to do and and chill out so yeah i definitely feel bad for him people are crazy i mean that's we see yeah. that with like you said celebrities uh you know like imagine tom brady like i i you know like he's getting mobbed anywhere he goes and you know well, it's any like other... the paparazzi too right like yeah he, four celebrities can't even go to dinner without having 400 cameras shoved in their face like it's absurd but like this I I actually don't know what's worse the paparazzi well they are they look like the worst people ever honestly that whole situation looks awful but um I don't know what's worse that or like literally just being at your house and like having a bunch of people that because the paparazzi don't necessarily interact with you they just take photos with you but these right. people want to have you sign their stuff and interact and like again we love doing that like that it's not a knock on like having stuff uh -huh. signed I will sign stuff all the time I will happily take pictures of people. But you also got to realize that, that we do have jobs to do, and we are humans as well. I mean, we're look, Andy Gardner, we're nowhere near those people. Addo is maybe like Charles Leclerc and has that many fans, which is great. Um, but yeah, that was a crazy thing to see. People, let's just, hey, probably none of those folks are listening to this show, but uh, let's give Charles Leclerc some space. Let's let him live a little bit. He's a very attractive man. I know he's very, you know, he's very cool. He's got cool watches. He chases down watch thieves, apparently, according to Twitter videos. Um, and I respect that. Yeah, tough to see for old buddy Leclerc. You got to leave it the space. Oh, but that's tough. I do know his teammate Carlos very well. So that was crazy. <laughs> um, man, yeah. So that was that was all the news that I think I saw from the weekend. Uh, I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we we are getting more and more listeners every week. So please be a friend and tell a friend about the show. Please continue to uh, you know subscribe to our podcast give us the five stars if you feel like it leave us a comment um just you know do what you got to do 
But uh, if you haven't listened to some of our episodes where we've had guests, if like let's say, let's say this is your first episode, the Joseph Newgarden episode is fantastic. We've interviewed Jimmy Johnson, Roman Grosjean, Kyle Kirkwood, uh, Tony Kanaan, if you dig a little bit deeper. Um, a lot of the great interviews on this show, uh, you know, and, and some people like to listen, don't like to dig too deep into the podcast to listen to more shows, but like we've got a lot of great episodes early on in this, uh, you know, podcast program as well. So if you, if you just feel bored and you need to go listen to a Graham Ray Hall interview, you need to go listen to a Tony Kanaan interview, those are a little bit deeper in our podcast, um, you know, listings. So, uh, we will now get into obviously my favorite segment of the show. A lot of people... Uh, did tell me how to pronounce our last random Indy 500. I, I did see a lot of that. Yeah, and I saw o- a lot of variety too. O- so I'm not sure everybody. I'm still doing it wrong, but they, a lot of people like really did the whole phonetics program for mm-hmm. me. They they did all the different syllables, whatever that was. So I still will not try to pronounce it. But thank you. Apparently, he was a ladies' man as well. That's what I heard, Mr. Garcia. Wow, okay, yeah, big ladies' man apparently. Uh, so I expect that out of him. Um, this year, we decided that uh, we were going to go with a year that Ben has found that we have not done yet, which I find wild. Um, the 1972 Indy 500. The 1972 has not been used uh, as the random Indy 500 Driver of the Week segment. Uh, the Ricky Treadway random Indy 500 Driver of the Week segment. Uh, Mark Donahue won this race. Mark Donahue, obviously a legendary McLaren name. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if McLaren does a little Mark Donahue livery this year. Who knows? Um, but we're going to go with the... Where did he go? We're going to go with the ninth place finisher, top 10 day, for Jimmy Carruthers. Uh, Jimmy Carruthers, finish night. Great effort from him. Um, let's see. American race car driver from Anaheim, California. Race midget cars, Indy cars. Uh, and obviously, I saw a really funny tweet about someone saying... Um, that last week's driver was not dead, so that's good. Uh, this one is, sadly. So, he wasn't dead or was a criminal, but yeah. This one, yeah. Uh, not dead, not a criminal. That was funny. Uh, but he was only 30 years old So when he died. But Jimmy Carruthers, Douglas Jimmy Carruthers, um, dead in 1975. Um, but yeah, we learned a lot about him. Um, he did, looks like, five Indy 500s. One, two, three, four, five. And, and yeah. He failed to qualify in his first one, uh, started 31st, finished 9th uh, in 1972. And uh, yeah, there we go, Jimmy Carruthers. Um, interesting. Inducted in the National Midget Auto Racing Hall of Fame. So a Hall of Famer, uh, that's great. Uh, um, and then 40, yeah, USAC Championship Car Series, 1970-75. 1972 to 1975, Indianapolis 500, finished in the top 10 21 times. I don't know what that is, maybe in USAC. Um, so, yeah, really, really interesting. Uh, Jimmy Carruthers, top 10 guy, top 10 day at the Indianapolis 500 in 1972. So, we appreciate everyone listening. Um, great, great show. And uh, please watch Long Beach this week on NBC. It's going to be great. Uh, going to be a great race. We're going to have a great weekend. Going to be great weather. Uh, 27 cars on the streets of Long Beach and and, uh, so we'll talk to you guys next week on Speed Street. Listen to the latest episode of the Dale Jr. Download now wherever you get your podcasts and make sure to follow the show so you don't miss an episode. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.